Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Heroes Initiative podcast, everyone. I'm super excited uh, for the final day with Claire and Joseph and Sean. Um, super great. It's kind of a even more of a continuation than uh, the last conversation than normal. Um, it's it's really a conversation based around what the Great Commission looks like, specifically while we're here at Georgia Tech and specifically in the workforce, because that's what a lot of us are going to be doing uh, later on in life. Super great insights, super great stories, super great um, just um, uh, pouring out and showing their convictions and how and how they have had examples to do this in their lives. Um, I'm super excited for you guys to listen to it. And all I have to say now is let's roll the song, Brian. You're listening to Heroes Initiative. But also, Joseph did bring up a really good point in in our workplaces. So what does the Great Commission look like here while we're at Georgia Tech, you know, sharing the gospel with international students, uh, sharing the gospel with our classmates? Um, How does it look like? And then after we leave Georgia Tech and become and and we go into the workforce. You know, that's something that I definitely think about a lot. You know, when I consider, do I want to go on a full-time international missions or, or, you know, domestic missions? If I consider, you know, if I'm going to continue with my my degree, you know, get a computer science degree and, uh, you know, be a programmer or something like that for, for, you know, maybe like a, a small business, you know, what, what can I do? And once again, I think I take a little bit of inspiration on the on the practical side from from my dad in that sense. I mean, I guess he he has the the benefit of it. he owns a, a small little business. And one of the things I, I saw too, I, I saw a frame on the wall, and and I got the story behind it. It was a gentleman came to my dad's church a while back, and he was his goal was to get water to everyone in third world countries, and he would. He would go around churches getting fundraisers, and my dad, uh, you know, being being in the position that he was, he used the company, you know, to to donate money and to to drill two wells uh, into in two separate villages, which you know they were drilling wells, but of course they were also sharing the gospel too, and that was that was one of their first and foremost missions. And so, just in the practical sense of you know being ascending, as David talked about last time, um, I think that's just a just an amazing way to see it too, and. Of course, there's there's tons of people in our jobs, you know, every day that doing those types of opportunities and living out a lifestyle too is is just going to be a great testament to that as well, and and open up opportunities to to share with them personally. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I think having a mindset every time you go to work that you know the money you earn, the work you put in, um, isn't just being consumed by yourself. Um, at least if your mindset is okay, I'm going to give some of this, or even I'm going to give all of this or a lot of this. Um, you know, whether that's tithing to your church, whether that's donating to a, a missions group specifically, you know, supporting missionary long-term like that has so much purpose when we just go to work every day. Um, working nine to five doesn't seem like a very glamorous thing unless you have a purpose for it. And so if your purpose is to, um, proclaim the gospel and to be a sender and to support the people that have been sent, then you are an extremely important part of that. I think one of the biggest things missionaries ask for is prayer and financial resources, um, it's very expensive to do what they do. And so that's just rather than an obligation placed on us that, oh man, I have to give again. You know, it's, it's an opportunity for us to give cheerfully and be a part of God's mission, even, even from here. Yeah, I definitely agree with everything that Sean and Joseph have said. Um, I think something that's also really neat is just how, even if our like college degree isn't 
from seminary or isn't like a missions degree, the skills that we are learning can be useful in really um, unique ways in our churches and in our communities. Uh, One of the missionaries that I've always looked up to a lot is Nate Saint, who some of you may be familiar with was the pilot for Jim Elliott and his team as they reached out to uh, an unreached people group in Ecuador. But Nate's background was a mechanic and an engineer, and he was able to use that um, skills that he had developed to create a system for dropping things to the people in Ecuador. And I just have always thought that's really neat that, okay, he didn't study in seminary. He didn't necessarily have the skills um, of like formal Bible training, but he still was able to use the gifts um, that he did have to reach people. And while that specific example was on the foreign mission field, I think the same thing applies locally as well. How can you use your experience, whether it's in your nine to five job or whether it's in your church or serving your community or your neighbors? Yeah, totally. That that also reminded me of a story that David Platt has in one of his books. It is a foreign missionary uh, story too, but but I think it does apply the same way how how he was in the Himalayas one time to apply and he met this guy who was an agricultural engineer. He had retired um, here in America and he went over to the Himalayas uh, because he he heard that they had no clean water. And he was like, I know how to make clean water using engineering. So he went and and built some aquaponic stuff. I'm not exactly sure it's all the science, but but he figured out how to make them clean water and was going all over the Himalayas and just doing it for them for, and also sharing the gospel. So, so exactly to your point, like we are, I like to look as like Georgia tech is like a missionary training field where we're coming here, learning our mission, learning what we need to know for the future. And, and then we're getting sent out to go to our own mission fields, wherever they are, whether that's a workforce, church, um, our, our homes in the future, you know, with our children and our families and just being very, very obedient with the gospel and taking it there and, and knowing what we know. Like, like we're all being trained separately to go to different places, you know, like like Sean is learning CS where he can share this with the CS guys. And we're all going to learning different things for our own specific mission fields, you know, for we can talk to them and, you know, spend lives with these different people for we're not the same. Well, I'll just throw out one more thing and then. <laughs> um, so one of the best ways to get into another country is if you have professional skills, you know, that you can put on the table. Um, so how a lot of missionaries get into a more closed country, you know, they can't apply for a missionary visa or something. They have to go as an engineer, um, already, you know, professional in the workplace, already a computer programmer um, who can join a company already in a, a foreign nation um, and then start evangelizing in those areas. Um, so I think that's also important as we're at tech trying to earn our degrees, we can use that on the mission field later if we are called. Getting a degree isn't all about just, you know, getting rich here or something. Um, it's really preparing us for um, life on mission, whether that's here or you know somewhere abroad. All of it has a purpose. I like what Joseph said, too, and it reminds me that uh, even if we are in a full-time job, too, um, we're always welcome and able to, to take a week or two and to pursue, you know, domestic service opportunities, domestic, uh, you know, mission trips and, and even foreign mission trips too. You know, we're not, we're not locked into being a job 100% of the time, you know, especially if we've got that flexibility and that's certainly something that we could, we could use for the sake of the gospel. 
Um, I want to thank Joseph, Sean, and Claire once again for joining us today on 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 the podcast um, and this insightful look into what the Great Commission looks like in our daily lives here at Georgia Tech and beyond. Um, so thank you guys so much, and over and out. Thanks for listening to Heroes Initiative. Thank you guys so much for listening. I want to thank, give a final big thank you to Claire and Joseph and Sean for their great insights, their great support of this podcast. And I want to thank them so much for willing to come on and share. Once again, I want to thank my boy Brian Kim for all his incredible work and his hard work into this podcast. Um, it really wouldn't be able to happen without him. Same thing goes for incredible Liz Rice, who who's very faithful to this podcast as well, who who plans it all, gets all together. I'm just I'm just here for the looks. They're they're the ones that actually do the real work. I'm so thankful for them. I'm so thankful for you, the listeners, guys, and the BCM. Um, I hope that this inspires you, and I hope that you continue listening. And next week we'll have some incredible guests too.